Welcome to another edition, post-retirement edition of the Dojo Talk podcast. I am your host, Serial Sensei. We are back. Hold up. I'm going to do that one again. That was trash. Hold on. Let me start that over. We're going to start that over. Welcome to the Dojo Talk podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Say Master is here and you still have not taken off your shoes. Welcome to another edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Serial Sensei. This is a, another post-retirement edition. Our last episode was, uh, according to SoundCloud, one year ago. <laughs> one year ago was the last time you guys heard from us. And who was us, you ask? I'm, once again, a year later, <laughs> still joined by my co-host, the Anti-Cool. What is going on, man? How are we doing? Um, it's early, like earlier than we used to record. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Um, it is it, like it's early. It's nine o'clock, but I also got like four hours of sleep. Yeah, I feel you. It's uh. Well, before we start, I want to say an extra special shout out to uh Leafy Loveboat. Because uh, that's the only reason me you were able to watch this card. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shouts to him on Tumblr. Uh, who hooked, hooked me up with the this, the link. Hey, let's um, go. Listen, but there's a will, there's a way. And yes, <laughs> we didn't find well, we didn't find a way. Somebody found it for us, and we just uh, yeah. we just went down the path. Oh <laughs> uh, my god, the so. Like we're we're obviously here to talk. Like this was one of the fights. We were like, if it gets made, we're gonna ha- we're gonna talk about. It. We're gonna come back and talk about, it, right? Indeed, yeah. That's that is why we're back. We said that y'all can go back in the catalog. It is it is documented. I don't know what episode. Probably numerous episodes. But yeah, we said. If, 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 I think it was if, like the last one we recorded, like week to week. Yeah, <laughs> like if Tension versus Takaru ever becomes a real thing, we we will be back. And it was that one. It was Spence uh, Bud. Spence Bud, remember. which, which I, there was a third one. I just don't remember what it was. J- Jones and Ngannou, which I uh, just throw that in the trash. That's not. We can go ahead and forget about that one. Uh, <laughs> but Spence Bud, I think, I think that's gonna happen. I think we're gonna get October. That. Yeah, October, November. That's what they're saying. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get that one. So yeah, y'all y'all aren't done with us yet. We're not done with y'all. However you <laughs> however you want to take it. Uh, yeah. But um. I will say, Japan did not make it easy on us. Not at all. We, if you tried to watch it, you know, especially if you live in the stateside, um, you you know the loops you probably had to jump through to watch this. You live anywhere that's not Japan. Japan, yeah, you had to go through some things to watch this. Listen, however you got there, we're not judging you. We all did what we had to do. We all had to find a way. uh, Yeah, (laughs) to make this work. Listen, I have become more bitter since we stopped recording. <laughs> I, I, I completely endorse dealing 
this is a me endorsement for just stealing shit. Because it's not going to go to who you think it's supposed to go to, uh, your money. Um, but I would have dropped like 40, 50 bucks to watch this. Yeah, easy. I would have gave them my money if I'd known I could have just watched it. I would have. You know, Fight TV, uh, whatever that service Ryzen uses, um, so so you could pay twenty five dollars to watch, um, you know, Mc, uh, Asakura or uh, get his ass beat by Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> uh, but like, I would drop money on this, and they were like. So the person who dropped that there was going to be no international streams, his name is he's a journalist, uh, Drake Riggs, uh, I believe his name was, and um, the way he was phrasing it, it sounded like it sounded like the reason that there was no international stream is because of Abima. Oh boy. Um, and for those who know, Abima is the like streaming TV service that uh, K One and I think Rise. Um, operate on uh this fight was originally supposed to be on fuji tv which probably would have made it easier to find Mm. um it's the it's one of the big like networks in japan like you know here we have abc nbc fox um you know those terrestrial cable networks um it's like one of those over there it's the it's the network where like ryzen fights uh, like ryzen does their new year's eve show Mm. every year and it get and they they're able to get like seven to twelve million people to tune in every year for New Year's Eve, while like every other big terrestrial network is doing the same thing. It's it's really weird. Um, it was supposed to be on Fuji TV, but Sakaki Bara had to have to mess up the phone for everybody. The former. Uh, Pride head, current rising head, man who has zero invested in kickboxing, was given the producer role. And from my understanding, um, he was supposed to be like the go between between Fuji TV and like K1 and Rise, and he was going to get them. He was going to use Ryzen's one, like, um, like one TV appearance a year on Fuji TV on Tension Takaru, which for Tension and Takaru, they were very upfront about the fact that they wanted this on like TV. As they should they like <laughs> yes. I, I saw they were like, I grew up, I watched K1 on TV. I watched Andy Hug and Masato and so and so and I got to watch them like fight in front of these huge crowds in the Saitama Super Arena or the Tokyo Dome. And I want that. I want to influence the next generation of uh, like young, I want the you know the six year old who's like uh, suiting up in like his karate gi for the first time to watch me on TV and be like, I want to do that. And Kakibara, um, man who cannot stop hanging out with the yakuza, <laughs> uh, fumbled the bag a bit for them. Um, he tried to make it seem like it wasn't because of uh, it, uh there's so much around this fight. Before we can actually talk about it. Um, So it came out that... uh, So the actual story that broke was that um, there was a tabloid journalist who was trying to extort Sakaki Barra for money. Yikes. 
because Sakakibara used um, this dude who's who is a known like you know Yakuza member. Funnily enough, not the same like Yakuza gang that was behind Pride. They're like a rival gang. So, yeah, like he is a different. So he was like uh, he was using him for um, negotiations. Which I don't know what that means. Like, di- like he was like he's like difficult negotiations. I don't know what that means. Probably nothing good. I was about to say whatever it was it could not have been anything good. <laughs> I mean, could not have been. I mean, don't get gang members no great negotiators, but not for particularly doing anything legal. <clears throat> uh, but uh, as a result, like as a result, they ended up losing the date on TV. Um, which nobody was happy about, especially us, because, like I said, it made it hard to find. Only the biggest kickboxing fight in like history. Uh, <laughs> well, recent history. Re- so yeah. What one of that's one of the, the most other dimension of this fight? Um, so like, but uh, so I said we watched like some of the uh, K1 Grand Prix on your uh, on your Twitch stream together. Yeah. We saw some of like the uh, the the max fights, the seventy kg uh, fights. You know, you got your Bullcows, your Georgia Petrosians, um, you know all those guys. Um, the big one was Masato. Like Bullcow became like this international star. Like Masato was like on the side of planes. Like he was on like he's still on like celebrity TV. In Japan, right? Like he—he he is the Japanese kickboxing star, um, and a lot of Tenshin Takaru was trying to like capture that in a bottle again. As a matter of fact, he was there. Uh, I don't remember if he was on—I I don't know if he was on commentary. I—I I know I—he—I I know he spoke um, during that last intermission. I heard a little bit of it. Um. But yeah, that 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 was like the theme of tonight, and it's really sad because we probably just lost tension in Takaru um, in kickboxing for like ever now. I mean, attention's like twenty three. There's a good chance he might fail out of boxing and be forced to come back. Takaru's a little older though, isn't he? Takaru is thirty. All right, well, still young, but yeah, you're getting you're but. But you're 30, and the way he fights, where he like he leans right. heavily on like pocket exchanges, and mm. he's down at like a hundred. Uh, he normally fights at like 132 pounds, I think, or most recently anyway. And it's just like, well, how much further can you really go with that type of style? And um, as we saw, he got knocked down here in this mm. fight. But yeah, th- this there was like a whole bunch of stuff around this fight, like two guys who have just outgrown the sport. Of kickboxing, um, in oh, a way that like is really sad. Um, kickboxing has lost like so many of its best and brightest like fighters over the past like six, seven years. Um, Alex Pereira, Israel Adesanya, Valentina Shevchenko, um, Robin Van Rusmalen is in Bellator. Um, I don't think I, I, I think he's currently being investigated for like murder, not murder, uh, manslaughter. Um, but he technically the last his last fight was in Bellator MMA, where he was supposed to fight for Bellator MMA. 
Um, Jason Wilness, Cedric Dombe. Like, all these guys are leaving the sport. Uh, they're doing MMA. They're doing boxing. Like, there's just no money in decentralized kickboxing right now unless you're fighting for one and winning the tournament and getting a million dollars. It's sad. It sucks, yeah. They they have the stars, but there's just... I don't know. I feel like there's, there's not a... Yeah, I don't know. Like the there's moments. a lot of talent. There's so much talent floating around. Um, it's just getting sucked into other sports because, like, well, if you're Alex Pereira, you could, you know, fight for Glory every like two uh, two times a year and right. make you know tens of thousands of dollars, or you can go to, you know, the UFC. God, God and, forbid you end up on the same card as Badahari. Yeah. <laughs> Your whole 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 fight just gets shut down and we gotta send everybody home. Hey, to be fair, that wasn't Badarari's fault. I know, but just saying that, that man is crazy. <laughs> that man is Everything cursed. follows him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that man is cursed. But yeah, it's yeah, it's it's yeah, weird. And now Alex Pereira Alex Pereira's been in MMA for like a year and now he's like a fight away from a title right. shot. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, you can transfer to MMA. Listen, just learn a little bit of takedown defense. Especially if you're in, like, the upper weight classes. Like, these guys aren't, like, super... I don't say they're not talented. But if you got that high level striking and you can just learn some takedown defense, you'll probably do... You'll be okay. You'll make it. You'll yeah. it'll, it'll do just fine. But, yeah, a lot of loopholes and struggle to get to this fight. But we made it. Um, we, we got it. Got it. It, it did happen. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. Oh, we got it. I'll make a quick disclaimer. Um, as you guys probably noticed, my voice does not sound the greatest. Uh, my nose is stuffed up. Uh, so if I sound like a frog or something, uh, listen, it is what it is. I'm sick. I'm getting over it, though. I'm getting better. Uh, but we had to record this. We Like uh, we mentioned earlier, we are fresh fresh off of watching this. It is 9.06 a.m. in the morning on Father's Day, uh, June 19th, 2022. Happy Father's Day. Is the last time we recorded also on Father's Day? Uh, it might have been. I don't, I don't know. It might have been. It might have been. But yeah, all those, all that time ago, we told y'all, man, if Tension Sakura happens, we're going to be back. It happened like literally mm-hmm. about 30 minutes ago. And we're we, we, we going to talk about it. Now, it, it sucks. Golly, this being, only being three rounds just feels like we got robbed. Like, it, it just yeah. didn't feel, you know, I said, like, we, we lost everybody to boxing. Oh, well, like, we lost losing all the kickboxers to other sports. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as fast as those three rounds went by, that, like, symbolizes, like, as fast as we lost them. Like, oh, the fun's over. The show's over. Oh, we yeah. might not. We might <laughs> we might not ever get this again. Like, like oh, that kind of hurts because I had, like, a lot of fun for these 15 minutes or however long we were here watching this. Um, I will, yeah. I mean, these things ebb and flow. Like, when um, K1 Grand Prix, uh, or K1, um, yeah, uh, the K1 Supermax shut down, um, and FEG lost K1 to some, like, Chinese holding company uh, because they couldn't afford to pay anybody. Um, like, I'm... I'm sure no one thought that, um, that, you know, 
like a decade or so later, we'd be getting a kickboxing match that drew $25 million at the Tokyo Dome. And for like context, the UFC's biggest gate was like $17 million for uh, Conor McGregor, Eddie Alvarez at MSG. And I think that would make it like the fourth biggest boxing um, like in the in the United States, like the mm. first fourth biggest boxing gate in the U.S. Obviously, Floyd, um, Manny did like 77. Mm. Connor, Floyd did like 55. There was one other fight. It might have been Floyd um, Canelo that did like 30, I think. Probably more. Hold on, I had it right here. This was a big deal. It was a, a big, big deal. deal. It, it made a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was Canelo Gennady that did 27. So this would be the fourth biggest gate in the history of like U.S. boxing, which is absurd. That is an absurd amount of money. Shout out to Japan. Shout out to everybody who got to see that in person. Oh my! God. I can only imagine like 60,000 people all in the Tokyo Super uh, Tokyo Dome. I know, I know they were turned up. I yeah. know they were losing it. But let's get to it. Let's get to yeah. it, man. T- Tension versus Takaru. We pondered this fight, talked about it a bunch of times over and over. Wasn't sure if it actually happened. So, so, so I, Sensei, I, I, I haven't had um chance to ask you like what your what what did you think would happen going in? Um, when the fight first got announced, I was leaning tension, and then the closer the fight got. I started to sway a little more towards Takaru. Um, I can't remember the names, but anybody who's watched, like, maybe the last two to three tension fights, mm-hmm. they ain't been the best <laughs> performances we've seen from him. Some of them been kind of, like, he won them, but I don't know. Some of them were just like, eh, that was, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, buddy. If that right, right. Like if that he, tension shows up to fight Takaru, you might be in for a long night, buddy. Uh, we're talking about a dude who, like, six months ago had like a boxing exhib- exhibition with like Takanori Gomi. On yeah, like, yeah, that like, was really bad. <laughs> like he was out here just looking weird. I'm like, I, but then like a part of me was thinking like maybe, maybe it's just that like he really wants this Takaru fight and just everything in between. He's just like, bro, I'm. Maybe I'm just like I'm just not interested in this, but I got to do it because I got to do it. Like I, I will say, his last fight was against like a training partner and also his dad. <laughs> his dad was in the opponent's corner. Oh man! <laughs> so yeah, I was like, maybe maybe he just needs the Takaru fight to kind of like wake him up a little bit. Right. Um, like yeah, rise to the level of your competition. Yeah, and I think uh, I think we got that. I think we uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we got. That. I mean, at least for a little bit. Yeah, for for a little bit. That that first round. Um, that yeah. He oh big, my god. He big bro Takaru that first round. I can't, can't even uh can't even lie. He big bro Takaru that first round. That uh, I was actually kind of worried because I was like, man, I just I just I'm not really rooting for anybody. I just want to see a good fight. I was like, I hope Takaru doesn't. I mean, I hope tension just doesn't wash this dude because this. And wait for this for a long time. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> I don't want to so, just flatline them and then we just all go home. Like, 
I'm like, uh, I, I was rooting for Takaru and I picked him to win heading into this fight in part because I'm like, well, if I'm going to lose, one, if I'm going to lose at least one of these dudes after this fight, um, might as well be tension because he's leaving, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, we never really talked that too much about like tension and Takaru's like personalities, like the behind the scenes, like, uh, their approach to fighting. Mm-hmm. Like, Takaru is a sore loser. He's lost like twice, but one was in Muay Thai rule, so they didn't count it on his resume. Um, but like the last time he lost, he got pretty like messed up, like bloody no, like they had to stop the fight. Um, like on the like, I think it was a cut. Um, he left, right? Like his coaches had to beg him to come, like his coaches, everybody had to beg him to come back to the gym and train. And be like, no, no, it's fine. It happens. You'll come. Like, before this fight, he was like, he, uh, I have uh, uh, the greatest, like, Takaru quote. Um, hold on. Uh, like, for me, a match is an exchange of lives. Defeat is equal to death. I have no plans after this. If I lose, it is over. Wow. <laughs> that is Takaru. <laughs> That's like some samurai, like, like, yeah, he's, he's a... Uh... Wow. He's like, I'm going till I lose. He's like, I'm going to keep winning till I lose, and then the game's over. <laughs> no more fun. It's okay, not somehow, fun. like, watching how he fights, that makes, like, perfect. Oh, <laughs> makes, yeah. like, perfect dude, sense. Dude goes out there and fights like he's going to die yeah. if he doesn't win at this exact moment. But, um, like, you know, so I was rooting for him because I'm like, I don't want him to leave. Like, he's, I, I know he's, like, getting up there um, in age and, like, mileage, but it's just, like, it's one of the best in the sport still. And, um, yeah, I, I figured he'd have the size advantage. Um, like you said, tensions looked not great over the past few fights. Um, he's focusing more on boxing training. He's doing all these exhibitions. Um, Takaro, you know, hits like a truck. Um, he has a gas tank. Uh, yeah, he's going to overwhelm him. He's, there's only three rounds. He's going to overwhelm him with volume. You know, take rounds on activity, and you know he's too tough to get like hurt, so he's not gonna get scared off. Um, yeah, no. So another thing about Takaru um, that I didn't realize until somebody else pointed out, um, I think it was Dogman on Twitter, uh, suffers with southpaws a lot, and we saw that here because tension. Literally, I don't think he missed a straight punch the entire oh, no. fight. The jab, the jab was just it, the jab, <laughs> the one-two. Everything landed. Flush. It was kind clean. of amazing. <laughs> Every single time. Anything attention uh, do right down the plate. Just talk. I, it looked like he didn't see it coming. That and I think and, the um, I don't know, man. Attention to the speed though. Like he was, it was just jab one two get in get out. Like he was just, yeah. especially like the, that was kind of like the story of the first round is just. Uh, it was like tension just got in the matrix in the first round. Just bro, I, like he just looked ready. Like I've been, this is what now I'm, 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 I'm woke up now. Like y'all, I don't know what I've been doing these last about three, four fights. I've been kind of lollygagging around, but I'm awake. You have my full attention. Right. And I'm going to jab your face off. <laughs> yeah. And, um, that, that's tension's game. Like he's a sniper. Like he's not, um, if Takaru is the guy who's going to overwhelm you with offense, Tension's the guy who's going to make you pay for thinking you can come forward and, um, you know, 
attack him. Mm-hmm. Like not per- not particularly like a counter counter puncher, but like he he's going to break you down. Um if you give him the space. And we saw that here. Um to the point where like you said, we got the I, I can't remember the last time if I've ever seen Takaru knocked down before. I've never seen him and albeit I haven't seen like a ton of Takaru fights. I've never seen him just lose a round like that. Like he he got like <laughs> it like yeah, he was that, getting schooled. Like it looked bad. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm trying to think of like a close parallel. Um it, for like because I know like most people who listen to us listen uh particularly for like MMA. MMA, yeah, they might not, yeah. I kept trying to uh, um, I, and I'm 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 struggling like between like two high level fighters. Um the closest I could think of is like Maybe one of the early, like, one of the rounds in the Max Holloway, uh, Brian Ortega fight? Take, yeah, I would say Max versus Ortega minus, like, all the blood and... Yeah. Like, Like, if you take away the blood and, like, the crazy amount of damage, but just a matter of my boxing is just... And momentum. yeah, Yeah. Like, it looks so much cleaner than yours right now, and you can't... I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna let you get anything off. Like you just, you gonna catch these hands for a little yeah. bit. You just got to deal with it. I mean, like going back and watching the knock. Like I've been watching the knockdown, um, a bunch from the first round. It's just like he catches Takru, um, with like a straight left hand down the pipe as he's winding up on this big swinging left hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. I don't think he was like per. I I don't think he was like particularly hurt. It was like a flash knockdown, but it's just like that's such great timing. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. way he went down, I was like, oh, uh oh, is this? <laughs> Are we about to have an early night? <laughs> yeah, or early uh, morning, I should say. Like, and what is a great fight without like great controversy? Oh, yeah. That so, second round. Oh, boy. Yeah, so, yeah, the first round, just to, to surmise, Takaru just kind of schooled him. Um, second round, it got a little got a little chippy. Got a little... <laughs> it started to look like a Takaru fight, but a little just some spice going on in there. Yeah, uh, this is this is like a real... This was um a, a, a good a, a referendum on, like, both of them, if you think about it. Like, we, we got to see... Uh, what happens when Takaru is just not able to like bully someone in the pocket like he's normally able to do in that first round? In the second round, um, what the, the big knock against tension is that like, um, kind of a front runner. Um, like he he's a guy who's like if the fight gets difficult, he's just cool sitting on the back foot. Um, you know, picking his points, uh, waiting out time, and we saw that here. Um. And you know, it didn't come off a punch. Uh Takaru just headbutted the shit out of him. <laughs> and that was the whole thing for like a couple minutes. He's in the corner, they're looking at his eye, and it's like, all right, guys, we we had a nice little thing going, and now it's yeah, just got a little got a little chippy in there. Oh yeah. Um, I I legit thought his eye was closed for a second. Yeah, it looked um, like cause he the doctor had tried to open it. It looked like he just didn't want him to touch it. And I was like, Oh boy, come on, man. That's not yeah, I, I think that was just one of those things where it's like it's damaged, so he's like flinching. Mm. And then I can't remember if it was the same round or was the third round where uh, Takaru slammed him, and he that was the second round. Yes, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Excuse me. I don't know. So, um, I, I didn't read up on the rules. I don't know what rule set they use for um, uh, this fight. Like, I don't know if it was Rise rules or K1 rules, and they're slightly different. Like, you can catch kicks and uh, Rise and like counter off them. You can't really do that in K1. Hmm. But, um, I don't know if either rule set lets you dump somebody. Yeah, I, something tells me that wasn't, <laughs> that probably wasn't legal. And then, do, and then Tension took his sweet ass time getting back up. He got up. He's like, he's doing like the old man back pain walk. He's got like one hand behind his back, like holding his, <laughs> holding he's his lower back. Like, he, he's doing like side crushes, like leg <laughs> like stretches and side crushes in the in the corner. Yeah, again, no, give me a second. Uh, that was funny. But yeah, the, the second round definitely. Um, even though I didn't like the. Actually, I didn't like it. was entertaining, but... I mean, I, I found it funny. Yeah, like it was funny. It's a great fight without, like, a gr- some great cr- uh, controversy. Yeah. And it, it definitely started to... Uh, I'll just... I'm watching it now. <laughs> 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 but um, I enjoyed that the fight just started to get a little more scrappy. Like, I think they kind of... Taku kind of settled in a little bit, recovered from the knockdown pretty well. And um, I feel like he was able to push the pace a bit more. And kind of like you said, like when they were exchanging in the pocket, like you're, you're never going to get Takaru to back down from exchanging in the pocket. Like that's where he, that's where he lives. Like that's where, that's where the work is done. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you fight Takaru and it starts to get chippy and dirty, he's probably going to get a better, get the better of more of most of those exchanges. Um. And it's not just even just because like he's such like a, you know he, he he has like a historically granite chin, but like he is a smooth operator in the pocket. Like, like um, oh my god, was it Rui about that he knocked out with just like the cleanest pocket exchange I've, I've seen like a kickboxing match. I think it was Rui Bata. No, 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 that's tension. Um, who am I thinking of? Oh my god. Point being, like he he is a guy who will get in the pocket, um, like parry a bunch of your shots, like block them off the gloves and counter back with like the same hand and knock you out with it. Like he's got that level of operation in there, but also sometimes he'll just throw down like a caveman, and it works. Yeah, it definitely does, and like it, like tension's great when he can kind of operate in space, get the clean jabs off. Takaru's in the second round is just in his face like the entire time. It's like, all right, we're I'm here now. Let's go. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it caught tension off guard, but he looked a little uncomfortable. Like, all right, now this guy's like really in my face. And speaking of other little dirty things that happened, uh, tension definitely punched Takaru in the back of the head. I don't know if a lot of people oh, paid attention. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> definitely punched, <laughs> definitely punched Takaru in the back of the head. Like, not one of those, like, I'm grabbing you with one arm and you're turning your head away. He's like, Takaru's entire back was turned. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, to summarize the second round, it was, uh, it was a chippy second round. It was a grimy kind of, kind of round. And it's those... one of those rounds where, like, you're, you're going to get, like, it doesn't matter how good you are. You're going to get one of those rounds in your career. Mm. Um, 
Maidana gave one to Floyd. Um, you know, I, I don't know a lot of people, or at least a lot of uh, the people listening to this will probably recognize um, this one, but it's always one that stands out to me. Um, you know, Mikey Garcia, mm-hmm. uh, do fall Errol Spence. Yeah. Came up like a couple weight classes. Well, he had a fight um, with uh, Orlando Salido, I think it was. Um, Orlando Salido, of course, being the dude, the first dude to beat uh, Vasily Lomachenko and the pro as a boxer. Um, you know, and that's another fight where just like it was like Salido was just low blowing the shit out of Vasily <laughs> Lomachenko. He had no idea what to do. It's just those are the fights you're going to get. Like somebody's going to just foul you and might even do it repeatedly. Um, but I brought up the Mikey Garcia fight because I think Salido uh, broke Mikey Garcia's nose. On a headbutt. And it, this, but this came after like the shift in the uh, momentum. Like, there's like two or three rounds. Uh, there's like, I think it was round eight um, that they stopped the fight. And it was like two or three, like, Garcia was winning like the first five rounds, like super clean. And Toledo, you know, started wearing on him and wearing on him and wearing on him. Um, and then eventually the headbutt came and it broke his nose. And Garcia used that to get out of the fight. That he was on his way to losing, um, and what ended up winning because you know technical decision. Hmm. But though, though you're gonna get those types of fights, and um, like that was always going to be the type of fight that like if um, te- uh, Takaru was able to get it out of tension, he would probably win. Just because you know, like I said, Takaru's the man with the granite chin. Uh, we and not complete. This isn't completely fair, but we did. We have seen tension knocked out before, um, and we see what happens when he gets hurt. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Again, completely unfair. But you, you think back to the Floyd fight where he was like flopping around like a fish. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was yikes. <laughs> So they 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 do open scoring. I didn't they, know. They do open they do open scoring. Yes. I didn't it, know. It ruined the drama of the fight. Yeah, I don't. And this is yeah, this is a side note because I see a lot of people argue for open scoring in MMA. Um, I don't mind it like if you only tell it to like the coaches, but I don't want to know who's like let me. That's the part of the fun. Like let me be on the edge of my seat when the decision's being read. Like I don't want to know right. right at the end. Like. Like, I don't want to know after round two that, like, oh, my God, they gave round two the so-and-so, even though he landed zero punches and got right. knocked down. Yeah, I, like... I'm going to be angry going into round three. Right. <laughs> You'll see people say, like, oh, uh, uh, combat sports are the only sports where you don't know the score at the end of the game or something. I'm like, this ain't basketball, bro. Like, I don't... <laughs> this is so different. Like, you can't... Those yeah. same rules and principles do not apply to this like it's it's so different i don't i don't i don't vibe with that no nah. yeah you, you can I, I don't mind telling to the coaches because now they can really instruct their fighter like bro you you better get on the gas because we're we're about to catch this l and maybe right. they can you know make their adjustments but the fans i feel like we should be kept in the dark um but yeah so i guess ten, tension i guess 10-8 first round because of the knockdown um i don't know who they scored the second round for I think I gave the I, second I, round. I honestly I don't know what the score is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the score was either. On my yeah. scorecard, I gave the second round to Takaru. 
Um, <laughs> on my sport, my the head, but the guy. <laughs> that was the most damaging strike in in the round. Hey, it so worked. It, it worked. <laughs> um, the third round was fun too. I feel like the third round was like a mixture <laughs> of like the first two. Well, not so much the first, maybe. Um. It was like the second round, but I feel like not as um what's the word? Uh I don't say dirty. <laughs> it was very grappling. Yeah. Like t- like tension was obviously super tired. Mm. Probably could only see out of one eye. Um was like, you know, anytime he'd throw anything, like he, he threw a one two that landed and then followed up with a flying and he just grabbed the crap out of Takaru and like just kind of ragdolled him a little not ragdolled him, but like he, he refused to let go. There was a point in the third round where like the referee was just break, 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 and literally is stepping between the two and tension is reaching over him and like hugging him to get like extra seconds worth of breath. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was another like mm. shippy round and like Takaru landed some some good shots, but you could tell that like he's landing and then he's trying to like back off or he'll hold for a little bit. Um I mean tension will land a shot and then he'll like back off or he'll grapple hold for a little bit, catch Takaru did not get Takaru one. is having the time of his life. He is smiling <laughs> like a psychopath. He is just having a blast, just throwing punches, kicking. Constantly moving forward. I think at one point, like, he completely dropped his guard. And just, like, Tension just punched him, like, three times. He didn't care. Like, he just, whatever, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm having fun in here. Um, so, I wish this was a five-round fight because, oh, my God. Yeah, I think if we would have got two more of this, I think Takaru might have. I think Takaru gets him out of there. Yeah, he might have. he might have got this. Because Takaru, just, he does not look tired at all. Like, this man is just, he's a, he's a machine. Like, he just he just keeps going. He just never stops. And you, yeah, you can tell, like, tension. I'm not going to say tension don't want no parts, but it's like, I'm going to land my shots. I'm going to push you away because let me breathe for two seconds. If you get in too close, I'm going to hug you for about four seconds because I'm just trying to breathe for a little bit. Yeah, and meanwhile, when the referee breaks them, Takaru is literally like, like as the second he says go is charging at tension with right. everything he has. <laughs> I was worried at like the very last part of the fight because uh I gotta fast forward to see it. Because it was only like 10 seconds left. And Takuru had to like get a little space away because it's like, bro, tension is finished. He's about to rush you these last 10 seconds if you don't move. Like you better get out the way and figure something out because he's about to get right in your face. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no. The third round was a, a nice. It was a it was a nice chippy round without like all of the fouls. I guess I could say like nobody got slammed. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody got hit, but it, it was just a a nice grimy, just kind of like we're gonna trade some shots. It's gonna get real dirty in there. Not not dirty as in like we're cheating, but just it's just a nice grimy kind of round. Um, and I, I'll I'll give props to attention though, because like you like we said normally these kinds of rounds would tend to favor Takaru. I think Tension did a good job of this round, even though you could tell, like, I'm dying out here, coach. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I think he did a good job of holding his own in, in a kind of round that's as 
is <clears throat> chippy and not as clean as he would would have probably liked it to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think if they would have went about two more rounds, I think Takaru might have this fight might have went a little different. That's why I was like, man, I'm this went by so fast and I was having such a good time watching it and then it ended and I was like, oh, this is over already. Man. I've been so I've been watching a lot of those like old PKA cards, mm. Professional Karate Association. Man, like imagine we had seven rounds of that. Oh, we probably wouldn't. I don't think we would have needed it. Right, probably not. <laughs> but if he would have had it, yeah, that like, would have been. We only that's just, uh, that, that's one of the, the the knocks on kickboxing is just like you get nine like you get nine minutes if it's not for a title fight. Mm. It's really hard to build like a like we got a good narrative, but it's really hard to build like a story over that amount of time. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of room for ebb and flow, but we got a lot of it here, which you know you you put two of the best pound for pound in the world in there against one another. It's bound to happen, but this 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 uh I think this fight. De- uh, over delivered, honestly, because we got to see some stuff. We got to see both guys tested in ways that other fighters have not been able to, and cons- like with all the circumstances surrounding it, with potentially being both of their last fights. Um. Yeah. Know, I don't, yeah. I think other than this only being three rounds. Yeah. I was really happy. I was just sad that when it ended, like, I was like, oh, man, that was, because it literally, it went by just like that. But, like, while I was watching it, because uh, for, for those who don't know, just kind of off uh, off podcast, behind the scenes stuff, I was supposed to have left my house probably about an hour ago to go to the store. And uh, <laughs> I kept seeing everybody on Twitter like, yo, what's happening? It's happening. The fight's about to start. And I was like, well, I, yeah, let me go ahead and find a way to watch this real quick. <laughs> so, so I wanted to be in on the fun. I did not want to. At first, I was content. Like, I'll just watch this after it's over. And then the closer it got, I was like, no, nah, I can't. This this feels like a moment I need to see in real time. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty happy. Um, obviously, well, if you don't know, Tension won. Uh, I guess unanimous decision. I don't know. I, I can't read Japanese. I don't know who this, <laughs> I don't know. What the, I don't know what those numbers. I, I do think all the judges. I, I do think all the judges have voted for uh, attention. Okay. Uh, and ba- just based on how the fight ended at the end, I think Takaru knew there wasn't going to be an extra round. Like, it, it, attention immediately threw his hands up. Takaru was like, uh, they got away from me. Yeah. Poor well, guy like, was like, Breaking down, crying when he was leaving the ring. Oh, I didn't even see. Uh, I didn't even see that. Oh, I'm glad. I, actually, I'm kind of glad I didn't see that. That might have hurt. Yeah, that might have hurt. But yeah, it, it was a it was a really fun fight. I think we all for it to only be three rounds. Crime. That yeah, that's a crime. But for the three rounds we got, I was happy. We got a knockdown in the first. I was not expecting. Or if somebody was going to get knocked down in the first round, I would have thought it would have been Tension, not Takaru. So that was yeah. that was a, a wild surprise. Um, and then we just got to see Takaru be Takaru, put on some nice little grimy rounds, and it was 
people getting tossed around and slammed. And <laughs> it was a lot. Like we, we got everything. You got you got everything. We got all the legal and the illegal strikes you could think of. Uh, we got we got all of them. So uh Hold on, did he try the tension do the rolling thunder? Did he try it? Yes. He did. Okay. Which is the I think I remember the last time I saw him do it. I feel like it's been a while. I guess against Taco it's like I gotta try it at least once. Yeah. Didn't land. I'm pretty sure it didn't land. I don't might not even came close, but yeah, if it's, if it's a tension fight, you got to try the Rolling Thunder at least one time. Um, uh, yeah, I no. Just, I, go ahead. I was gonna say no. I, I I had a good time. I'm I'm satisfied. I, I I I would like to somehow we could get this again, but I know it it it, it felt like we had to move all the the winds and earth just to get this one fight. So I don't know. So um, <laughs> hold on. What's Homie's name? Uh, um, so I th- I think it was uh Luke wrote it on Twitter. Mm. Uh, Lu- uh, Luke, uh, you with uh, swords, or was it combat? Uh, there was somebody on Twitter who who very accurately summed up the situation where, like, this was a bug of uh. The, the kickboxing scene as a whole and in particular the Japanese kickboxing scene this wasn't like a feature this wasn't like a a, 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 a crowning achievement hmm. there are a lot of factors that went into this um, fight actually being made and almost zero of them have to do with like oh well we want the best to fight the best um, like K1 and Rise are very protective of their like uh well just there's not like for as much crap as we give boxing for not having cross promotional fights that we Mm -hmm. want like you know you know we're just now potentially getting bud spence Mm -hmm. it's not much better in any other sport if we're being honest like michael chandler is like was like 36 and had to leave bellator to get a fight in the ufc Right, right, with a USC fighter, um, uh, yeah, Justin Gaethje, same same thing. He had to leave PFL to go fight a USC fighter, fighting their like little thing in their little fiefdom. Um, and it, it's not much, but it's it's not better in Japan, like at all. In fact, it might actually be worse, especially if you like follow like the pro wrestling scene there, um. Certain promotions, you can't, like, even if you, like, go outside the company and work with another company, you can't go against like, somebody who's in a company that you're against in your local, you know, uh, you know in your local area. Mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, there's a couple wrestlers in AEW who are signed to Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling who can't wrestle against stardom talent, even if they were to wrestle in the United States, because that's bad for like local, but it's the same thing with kickboxing. Um, and for whatever reason, this fight has been, we've been talking about this fight for like five years. Literally. (laughs) Yeah. And the only reason this fight got made is because tension is leaving. Takaru is 30 and, and been fighting once a year for the past, like three years. COVID. Because they haven't had a big gate. Neither company's really had like a really huge gate because COVID, you know, shut down. Like Japan has been like struggling mm. to get like the, um, 
like live events and like they can't get international talent in the country. So it's just a bunch of Japanese fighters fighting other Japanese fighters. Um and because and, and, and because you know tension's leaving. Um wait damn say that right. But like you add all these factors together like and that's why we get this fight. It's not because like Rise believes in their champion and K one believes in their champion and they want to see they want to co promote to grow the sport or you know, find out who the actual best is or just put on a really great fight for fans. It was just I'm not gonna say it's a money grab because every fight's a money grab, but like this happened in spite of itself. Right. I guess. Um and it sucks. Like this was a great card. Um it was it was designed to be like a fifty fifty, like uh Rise wins half the fights, K one wins half the fights, and that's kinda how it went down. Mm. Um Yeah, uh, um but like you want this interpromotional, like you want the best in this company to fight the best in this company. You want you want everybody working together to grow the sport and not like try to like carton off a, a, a part of the fans here and part of the fans here because it's not fun. It's not fun that way. Look, look what ha- like you got a twenty-five million dollar gate. You got sixty thousand people in the Tokyo Dome for a fight that's not even on terrestrial TV. Right. It's uh, it's annoying that this is the only way this fight was going to get made. Well, I guess at least we got it. Yeah, <laughs> at least it, it took a while. It took way too long, but it it, it took so many factors outside yeah. of the promoter's control yeah. to make this fight happen. A lot. Doctor of- was apparently going to like executives at like. TV stations and stuff and being like I want to fight tension like (laughs) this these guys like I I don't think either guy was like I don't want to fight the other guy or whatever Um, at least not like you know privately publicly they might have said you know I don't need him to you know secure my legacy or whatever because you know you want to do good by your promoter Mm. but like I, I don't think this was a case of like either guy was like afraid of the other like some people were trying to make it out to be no, it's just probably a, just a, a crazy I'll, amount of red tape. <laughs> but hey, all in all, I'm happy. I'm thankful that we we at least got it. It's documented. It was a real live event that happened. Um, I heard the rest of the car was great. I didn't get to catch it, but I'm glad well, it happened. I, I only saw a couple of fights. Like I saw. Um... It was Tension's brother fight. He lost, which is funny because now he has more losses than Tension does, and he's only sixteen. Um, oh man, yeah, hey, he's got time. <laughs> yeah. I, well, not he's never gonna get the O back. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Uh, Maybe but, he'll uh, be the brother that takes losses better. He has more experience. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like that's the thing. Like the 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 landscape is wide open. There are a bunch of guys like. Um, if you're new-ish or you're like you're like casual like me and Sensei to like Japanese kickboxing, there are other guys. There are other really really good guys, guys who will eventually who might not be like Takaru and be like singing pop songs on TV, hmm. or like Tension, who's probably going to like headline the Tokyo Dome in a boxing match for like the Japanese bantamweight title or whatever. But um, 
there are a lot of really good guys in K1 and Rise who are really young and like only getting better. I was gonna say, like, sometimes if you just every now and again, I'll just go on YouTube, I'll just type in Rise, and I don't know any of these people, but I start clicking on stuff. Yeah, and nine times out of ten, yeah, nine times out of ten, I'm gonna have a good time. <laughs> Whoever they put in front of me, I don't know them, but they can fight, so I'm gonna watch it. So, yep. um, yeah, no, watch, watch kickboxing, man. Watch kickboxing, support kickboxing. Uh, I, mean, I don't know what's there, going on there, there have been some really good moves lately. Uh, Rise, Infusion, Glory have all kind of formed a partnership. They just had their Glory Rivals card the other week. Um, Tiffany Vance just fought um, one of the Rise. Oh, that's, oh, that's what's streaming right now. They're streaming on their uh, YouTube right now. The, oh, yeah. Uh, they, Glory they uh, Rivals. Like, yes, they're, they're doing like Tiffany Vance just fought. I can't remember if it was like a Rise or Crush champion. I think it was the Rise champion. One of them. Um, was it Kobayashi? I think it was Kobayashi. Um, yeah, one is doing one things, and I don't know how they make money, but they're putting on world-class kickboxing talent. Like, if you're going to watch anybody in kickboxing, go watch Superbond. Dude is going uh, to light up the world right now. I ain't going to hold y'all. One, one, I've been preaching the one gospel. I've been on the bandwagon. One been having all my favorite cars this year. <laughs> I have so much fun. And anytime it's a kickboxing card, oh man, that sound me. I don't care who's fighting, I'm watching it. Dude, kickbox their kickboxing and Muay Thai cards blow their MMA cards with the water. Yeah, it's not even close. It's not, it's, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not even close anymore. Like, like, when you can have Super Pond and Georgia Petrosian and Taiwan Chai and like Patch, you have all those dudes. On a card, it's not really fair to be like, well, here's Alex Silva. Right. <laughs> on the yeah. other one. And no yeah. shade of Alex Silva. But, like, come on. Yeah. No, nah, one, one, one's, one's been killing it, man. One's been killing it out here. Um, They've had some fun BJJ stuff, too. So, that's neat. Oh, yeah, they did. Who's that? Uh, uh, the young kid. Well, they probably all were young. Ty. Uh, I cannot remember his name. Paolo? Because I, I think I watched it while I was working, so I was like half paying attention. But that kid was really good. But um, like, when you, obviously, uh, what's his name? T- uh, Tonin has been out like competitive BJJ doing the MMA thing for a hot minute. But like, when you when when you submit Tonin in like two minutes, that's still something. Yeah, that's you. You are as legit as they come. Mm-hmm. Rutala, yeah. Rutalo. There we go. Yeah, he did that, it in, in, in 97 seconds. Yeah, that kid, that kid's nasty. <laughs> that kid, I love one, man. One just put every martial art on the card, and that's bring some sumo in there. Just, just do everything. I'm here for yep. all of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell yeah. That's I'm great. here for all of it. One, one is definitely my favorite promotion. It is, it's so fun to watch. But that was a uh, that was tension versus uh, Takaru. Uh, hopefully, you can find a way to watch it. Um, hey, look, it's on YouTube right now, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, I don't there, know if this is some, still. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some prop versions on YouTube. I just posted one to Tumblr. Yeah, so if uh, you ain't seen it yet, listen, they ain't give us no other choice. They, they we, you got to boot. You probably had to boot like this one. We just got to put it out there because they didn't give us no other way to really watch it. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, go, go, uh, go, go, check that out. It's good stuff. Um, I guess we're kind of freestyling this episode. Uh, we won't be here for too long, but. Real, real quick, uh, I had like two quick topics I wanted to hit, um, but real quick, 
Uh, we're going to breeze through uh, this Cicada versus Emmett card because that also happened last yeah. night. Um, I'm not really going to break down any fights. I will leave it to you to break down the main event, which I like halfway watch. But I'll make some notes. Um, I'll just say overall this card was violent. Like, it was violent. Like, there were a lot of people got lined up at the pearly gates uh on this car <laughs> so a lot of people getting knocked out um hold up let me check out one two three four five six seven eight nine finishes uh on this entire card eight of those were ko's or tko's and one was a submission um i would just say if you didn't catch it uh notable fights watch the entire prelims um because I'm, I'm just saying like there's only two hours of in cage time yeah like, <laughs> not even so yeah like you can literally I'll, I'll shout some people out uh roman dollars he was the first uh person who fought shout out to him he uh ko kyle Dawkins. phil hawes beat the earth wind and fire out of deron win right in front um, of his coach yeah yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then him and DC had words, and then DC had to check him. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. But uh, Phil Hawes beat the piss out of Deron Wynn. Boy, that was yikes. Uh, Cody Stamen, uh, TKO, poor Eddie Wineland and his beard. Um, uh, Maria Oliveira, uh, split decision over Gloria De Paula. Uh, Ricardo Hamos spinning back elbow Danny Chavez to another dimension. Number two um, for him in the UFC. Yeah. Yeah, that and he hit the it was like a nice duck spin. It was oof. That was nasty. Um the Jeremiah Wells Court McGee KO happened so fast, like I had the fight open and I had like two other tabs open and I clicked over to another tab and by the time I clicked back, Court McGee was dead. I didn't even see what <laughs> didn't see what happened to the replay. Um he got laid out. Um Natalia Silva, which I think this was her debut at Flyweight in the UFC. Or like her debut in general, I think. Um, decision of uh, Jasmine. I'm not even going to try to say this last name. Jazuda Vicious. Um, Jasmine. That's <laughs> Jasmine. Jazzy J. Yeah. Put some, uh, put some Taekwondo on her. Uh, got a nice decision. Adrian Yanez uh, sent Tony Kelly to the shadow realm. That was a, yeah, that was my moment of the card. Took 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 the trash out expeditiously. Got him out of there. Uh, every now and then, the MMA gods get they enact uh, karma, and it's it's beautiful. Uh, so yeah, get get Tony Kelly out of here. Um, Gregory Rodriguez and Julian Marquez. That was a fun scrap for the like. Three minutes or so that it lasted. Yeah, um, props to fake RoboCop. Uh, man, real, real RoboCop is in KS1, uh, KSW right now. W, um, welterweight middleweight champion, but dude showed out. Bro, he no, hits, no one's done that to Marcus yet. He is extremely hard. <laughs> this man is a a tank of a middleweight. Uh, but yeah, Crazy Ro- that Robo- he's a former BJJ guy, like BJJ champ. Yeah, he did take us back at like one point, but I'm like, if you hit that hard, like, do you need to take people down? Like, <laughs> but you know, it's good to have the well-rounded uh 
skill set. Like he's definitely going to give anybody issues. That's it's not a guy you want to see. Um, a fight that I wish I would have been able to pay more attention to. Uh, I was playing Mario Kart while this car was on, guys. So some of this, <laughs> like I saw, but I wasn't like fully there. Um, but this Demir Ismagulov and Garam Kudalaze fight looked like a really great fight that I only was able to catch like bits and pieces of. So that's my fight of the night. I know they gave it to Emmett Cater, but uh, that was my fight of the night. They were, they were so freaking good. I forgot how good Gurum was just because he's been gone for like two years. Um, and you know, Demir is like really, really good, but like, um, I was watching it, like they're not ranked, yeah, it's crazy, right? Because like they that looked like a top 15 <laughs> fight, and that lets you know how crazy this division is because those guys are like they could give anybody some some issues. I mean, Gurum did beat Mateus Gamra, and Gamra's headlining next week. Mm. Yeah, no, these these two, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you have ESPN Plus or however else, you can catch this on a replay. Uh, definitely watch that fight. Um, oh, you know what? I'm realizing I missed the Joaquin Buckley fight. I did not see this. Uh, Joaquin basically hit Durayev, Albert Durayev, um, at rage. Durayev just stood there doing nothing, and then he would try to like close distance, and Buckley would just freaking hammer him. Mm. It. I, I sw- they only counted two knockdowns, but I swear to God, I remember him getting knocked down like five times in two rounds. <laughs> I don't know about the <coughs> excuse Do- me. Yeah, Durayev's face, like when his eyes closed, so the doctor had to stop the fight after the yes. second. Hmm. And then a uh, co-made event. Uh, we had Kevin Holland versus Tim Means. I need to go back and watch this fight because I was. When I saw this matchup, I-, I didn't really know who was on this card beforehand. I'm not going to hold you. I'm, I'm going to do a quick, like, little tangent. Like, since we haven't been recording, I feel like I've turned into, like, let's say a casual. Because I don't think casuals watch one championship as much as I do. But, um, <laughs> like... You got, you got less time for, like, the filler that the UFC cranks out. Yeah, like, I, I know, and I, I know I'm not the only one who... I've seen other people now who are, like, kind of waking up to this, like... A lot of these cards, man, they're so watered down. And it's not to say that, like... There's the not fights, talent. Yeah, it's not, it's not that there is a talent or, like, the fights aren't good. Like, this card was, it, it, like we said, it was just violence all over the place. But it's just a lot of fights that just don't mean anything. And it's like... Dude, they're, like, the UFC is signing guys and putting them on television who they've never seen fight before. Yeah. Like, who was the dude, um, who's the dude, was it Jamal Hill? Or, um, Ryan Spann, or who was it? The other week that fought that guy with the fake record. Yeah, with the man. <laughs> yeah, like before the somehow before the fight, he was like thirteen or something, and then they find out he was. It was weird. Yeah, I don't know what. Oh, uh, it, it was what's his name? Um, I don't know what's going on, man. But it's dude, they just sign dude. They they just go on Fight Finder and find a dude, and they're like, hey, do you want to fight on ESPN? It was Alonzo Menafield. Uh, he fought Oscar Mazarov. Yeah, and Oscar's record I, was. He, he bought he bought his UFC record from like the game, <laughs> not in real life. Dude was out here fighting soccer dad, <laughs> and managed to go like twenty five and like sixteen. Or something. <laughs> yeah, like my relationship with the UFC has just kind of been like don't don't get me wrong, I'm still a junkie because I still watch it. Like it's going to be on if I have like if I'm able to watch it, 
but I, I feel like I'm not as invested as I used to be. Like I'm just and like honestly, how could you be? Like I I I don't like I don't even watch regional MMA anymore because like well as soon as somebody wins the title or as soon as like somebody in the UFC gets hurt, like they're just gonna be in the UFC fighting on ESPN or ESPN plus or on a prelim or something, right? Like yeah, there's, there's no dude like you're you're gonna see, like there are guys who are like five and one in the UFC who have not beaten like a guy with a winning record. It's just like let do like, they they have so many dates to fill and so many fights to fill and so many people get hurt that like everybody gets sucked up into the promotion and like yeah, it's it's. It's a mess. It's <laughs> it's such a mess. But Kevin Holland, uh, I caught the end of this fight. Uh, I actually just, I looked over and saw the darts and didn't see anything else in this fight. Uh, but Kevin Holland uh, put a darts choke on Tim Means, and apparently the same day uh, caught a thief who was stealing perfume. I think something. Did you see that video on Twitter? No. What was that? So Kevin Holland, I don't know if it was coach. Somebody, they were outside, and um, I guess they saw somebody steal something. So Kevin Holland said, uh, I practiced my cardio, and we chased him down. And they, <laughs> they whatever the dude stole, I guess they got it back. Um, I think that was the day before the fight. Um, so good on Kevin Holland being uh, Batman out here, I guess, chasing uh, would-be criminals stealing perfume, or whatever that person stole. I don't remember what it was. Um, but shout-out to Kevin Holland. And uh, I'll let you talk it about the, like the story of John Jones stopping that dude and what was in Newark. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> but uh, the main event was uh, Josh Emmett versus Calvin Cater, featherweight main event. Um, I did not get to catch much of this fight because I was throwing turtle shells. Uh, I will let the anti cool break this one down because I'm pretty sure he saw much more of this. I did. Uh, I did. <laughs> than I did. Uh, it was a good fight. Um, it, it was slow starting. Uh, it was one where, like, Gator was really trying to fill him out with the jab early. <clears throat> and my takeaway from the first three rounds is that, like, if you're going to have a strike differential of, like, one in each round, you can't be the guy who is shelling up and then letting the other guy, like, knock you off balance, even if it doesn't land clean, and you, like, break stance and fall into the cage. Um. Cater just really seemed to be cautious of Emmett's like power. Um, real like really did not want to like lead. Really wanted Cater to like throw so he could counter off it. Um, not uh, Emmett to throw so he could counter off it. Um, and then rounds four and five happened, and I, I guess Cater just woke up and was just like, "Hey, I if I if I lead, he can't counter me, um, even though that's what he wants." And then he did. And then he just beat the crap out of uh, Emmett for like 10 minutes straight. But it was too late because I guess the judges gave the first three rounds to um, to Emmett. Mm. It was a good fight. Um, tense fight. I, I don't know if it gets Emmett a title shot. Um, they're doing the Yair Ortega fight. Uh, was it next month? Um, and if Yair wins. Yeah, he's definitely getting a title shot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely get the title shot. But he's probably at least 
in the wing or if somebody gets injured. Yep. Um, yeah, he could probably be a filler. Crazy. I miss 37 years old with the style that he fights at, man. It's just it's crazy to me that he's still like climbing these ranks at featherweight. Hey, still, uh, I guess when you can hit that hard. Yeah. <laughs> the power. Everything is else slows down around you. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a pretty good card. Go watch. It was a lot of violence going on, like a lot of finishes. So if you were to rewatch that card and like skip commercials, you'll be you'll be done pretty quick. <laughs> you'll, you'll be done pretty quick. Um, so go give that um, go give that a watch if you missed it. Um, I had one last quick topic. Uh, you know, I'm gonna give some shout outs real quick before I forget. Um, just to Go back in time for last week. Uh, we don't have to like go in detail, but uh, UTE- yeah, UFC 275 was the thing. Shout out to Whaley Jang, man. I had to, I got to go back. I got to get this uh, documented. Uh, Jesus Christ, that KO over Joanna was a uh, whoosh. There with the hurricane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gotta gotta mention that. Uh, that was probably my moment of like the month. That uh, I was riding high on that, and then Yoana retired allegedly. I think I believe her. I believe it's, her. Like, she she was away for two years, and she was like, "I'm not coming back unless it's a title shot." And then they're like, "We'll give you a number one contender against Zhang Weili," and then that she came back for that. And it's just like, you come into this fight, she didn't sound like I'm the champ. I'm you know I'm gonna be storming up the uh, for the belt again. It's, just kind of okay with it. Hmm. So I think I think she's gone. Yeah, that was a a moment. Shout out to Joanna. Great career. Some of the best fights we've seen in the UFC. Definitely like so, one of the best talents I think that's ever walked in this sport. Yep. Jo- Joey was wrong when he said that she was the most boring UFC champion. But oh. oh no, she's uh, she's great. That's what she, that's <laughs> the thing he said. Nah, she's. <laughs> she's, been in, she's been in arguably like the three best women's MMA fights ever, fights ever. <laughs> and arguably the best MMA fight ever. Yeah, no, she's she was she was she was she was the truth. Like she was the truth. You um, know, and for my money, the best like cardio athlete the MMA has ever seen. Because <laughs> oh my god, yeah, her output was crazy. So, shout out to Joanna. Shout out to the Zhang gang. Uh, Shevchenko got the win over to Leah Santos. Uh, and Glover and Jerry had a, a wow. <laughs> it's a fight that could only happen at 205. Yep. And that was, yeah, that's the only way to describe it. Only at 205 could we get such a fight. Um, but a shout out to Jerry. The the best way to describe the both guys wanted like the both guys were just handing each other the fight back and forth. <laughs> right. <laughs> like yo, you can have this. Nah, I, I insist. <laughs> yeah, this was this was wild. But shout out to Jerry, man. Hey, we've been saying this forever. Even though he had to be a forty year old man to do it, but that's not his fault. You only fight who's in front of you. Other yeah. outside of the UFC are good, man. Um, Dude, I, S- Sakaki Barra, man. I, I we made I made fun of him earlier for fumbling the bag for uh for Tenshin Takaru, but dude, 
pulled uh, he pulled Jiri from like Europe. He found Vadim Nemkov. He found um, uh, oh my god, Bruno Capagosa, dude who won the PFL heavyweight hmm. uh, tournament last year. Like he he finds champions, man. He found a bunch of champions. And Jiri is another person on the list outside of the UFC. Made his name in Ryzen, or at least a lot of people I know. That's how we found out about him. Came to UFC, won a championship. We've been telling y'all they're good fighters elsewhere, but some people insist. But whatever. It only took him three fights. Right. <laughs> in a fight, he should have lost about four different times. But hey, yeah, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. Um, but yeah, no, I just wanted to go back and touch on that. Um, shout out to boxing as a whole. Um, I've been missing some fights, but all the fights I have seen have been really fun. Uh, so just shout out to the sport of boxing. I'm really mad I missed the in a way fight. Um, even though I don't think that fight lasted that long. Two rounds. Yeah, I didn't know it was happening though, and then by the time I found out it was over. <laughs> but now boxing, like literally the entire time while we haven't been recording, I've been having a blast. Like every boxing fight I've watched. They are in such a like the sport is in such a like amazing run right now since mm-hmm. like February even like yeah now they boxing's been killing it yeah it's only getting stronger um yeah. bunch of big fights coming up uh oh, Bam Rodriguez or Rungvisai they, they they got the Joshua Usyk uh, rematch booked for like August I think and I'm a, I'm a, uh, I got to document this I don't think I ever talked about this on the podcast, but you know what? I'm going to document it anyway. Um, I owe an apology to Devin Haney. Um, I was not a believer at first. Uh, I don't remember who I talked about him with, but I don't know. I wasn't a believer. And then I watched him jab uh, Cambosa's face off for how many other rounds. I knew by, like, me and my coworker bet on that fight. And after about three rounds, I was like, oh, I made the wrong choice. <laughs> Believe me, man, I, I, I like... Haney's in such a weird spot, because he is the unified lightweight champion, but he also hasn't beaten... Like, I like Camboso, uh, but I think he was just, like, in the right place at the right time when it came to Teofimo. Uh, um, call him at the height of his ego as he was, like, getting too big for the division after a year of inactivity and him being overlooked. It's just like, and as a result, Haiti, I don't think Haiti has a re, like, we have, we have to consider Cambo. So like a, a, a top lightweight because of that win. But like, I don't think Haiti has a win for another top lightweight. Yeah. See, that was my like original thing about whoever I was talking about him with was that I hadn't seen Haney like in like a big, so I was always like, why do people hype him up so much? Like, who is he really beating for y'all to talk like, about? Just, like, Joshua like Diaz is a good fighter, like a good lightweight. Um, but like, but like, he's not one of these other dudes who's like everybody's talking. He's not like Garcia or Tank or Vasily. Hmm. You know what I mean? But I'll say, and also, I'm not like the most knowledgeable boxing person. So take this with a grain of salt. But I'll say. I'll still give an apology. He's better than probably what I was giving him credit for. Um, yeah. so I'll, 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 I'll say that much. Um, and I'm interested to see whoever. I don't want to see the, the rematch 
I don't think we need, but it looks like he's exercising the rematch clause. Uh, I mean, I would too. Yeah, if I got beat up like that, I guess. <laughs> all the belts, it's all that money. Yeah, I get it. But as a fan, I'm like, yeah, you got you got beat up, you got you got smashed, buddy. I don't know if we really need to see this again. But yeah, you got the clause. Who am I to tell you not to do it again? Um, hey, but it's like it's this or it's nothing for Kimboso. He's back to fighting guys in their hometown. You know what right. I mean? It, and for Haney, like, he doesn't have other options. And I think for Haney, like if you can go out and get even like a more dominant win, that's a good thing for you. Set you up for a bigger fight. So if Haney I mean, gets past him the second time, which nothing tells me he won't, um, I'm interested to see like if he can get into a bigger fight. Like I want, I want to see how he kind of just pans out i want to see him in a, a bigger it's interesting because he has all the belts and i don't think he has like a promoter like i think he's like a just like a guy who like floats around like canelo does hmm. um i don't know if he's like a deal with the zone but like you know brian's on the zone um uh i don't know if the, uh, they were planning on doing the vasily Machenko fight though who knows with vasily currently serving in the ukrainian army Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? And the, and the, and there are some lightweights who don't get as much um like love as they probably should, who are like floating around and could be like ne- uh, other challenges for Haney. We'll see. But if you ain't been watching boxing, man, uh, get on it. Get to watching. Lots yeah, of great stuff. Yeah, that whole like boxers dead, that that trash out of here. <laughs> These fights have been amazing. These fights have been so on point. Um so the last topic, uh we don't gotta spend too much time on this, but I thought it was of of interesting note. Uh so once upon a time, way back when, uh, I was really good kickboxer, name is Adesanya. Made his way over to the UFC. Mm-hmm. You know, we were worried about like them rushing him. But that wasn't a worry. Man's uh, handled his business. Got to the uh, got to the title. Got the belt. Been uh, holding it ever since. Went up to two hundred five. He tried it. Didn't work. But that's cool. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Happens. Yeah, it happens. And now another gentleman who was also really good in kickboxing, named Alex Pereira, um, who was in Glory, snatching souls, punching people into completely different atmospheres. Also came to the UFC. He is. I don't have his record up in front of me. Um, he's what three and zero in the UFC. Uh, I said two and zero, but two and 0. Right. can't remember if it's two or three. It's not that many. It's it's under five. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's under five. Um, and he is now. Oh, uh, I'm gonna pull up his record. Yep, he is two and zero. Um, he has a win TKO over Andreas Macalidis. I probably said that wrong, and a decision over Bruno Silva. And somehow he jumped from Bruno Silva. He's going to be fighting Sean Strickland. And the rumor... I think, I think the UFC hates Sean Strickland. As they yes. should. Everybody yes. should hate Sean yes. Strickland. <laughs> I, I feel that way too. He is... Sean Strickland, strong contender for worst person in MMA. Man. <laughs> Which is a really competitive Well, field. you know what? I don't know. Him and him and Jake Shields are kind of... Oh my god. Jake, Jake Shields is sad. They're they're battling it out. I, I mean, they're, Jake Shields is bad, but he's also sad, so that makes it a little less bad. <laughs> Just a sad man. 
But uh, yeah. So at you, well, what is going to be happening at UFC two seventy six? I think. Yes, July second. Yep, we're gonna get Sean Strickland versus Alex Pereira. Um, so we're gonna play fantasy land. Uh, let's just say. And I'm pretty sure we're all hoping for this outcome. Let's say Pereira just puts Sean Strickland uh, on a milk card. <laughs> just, just gets him out of there, which I'm pretty sure like 98% of us are hoping for. Um, and that sets us up for Pereira and Izzy to fight again. This would be for the third time? Uh, yes. In MMA. Um, this time it would be in MMA instead of kickboxing. Do we does this does Pereira have a chance? Can he can he pull this off again? I mean, yeah. Um, the real question is, does Israel Adesanya drop for a heel hook? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> that's the that's the over one or more heel hook attempts from Israel Adesanya. Oh, man. Does he go full Cyril gone? because <laughs> i was when alex got to the ufc i was like okay all right i'm glad he's here i don't uh i'm interested to see how this turns out he gets the ko his first fight i'm like all right his first fight they probably you know they gave him somebody they knew he was probably gonna gonna beat uh and even though he won the bruno silva fight like he definitely had to work um yep 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 you could tell he was he's been working on his MMA game, but um I was wondering after that fight, like, okay, how does he how is he going to look against better uh competition? Um and albeit while I don't really like Sean it's I'm trying to think how big is the leap from Bruno Silva to Sean Strickland. It's <laughs> well it's one of those things where it's like John, uh, I'm trying to remember the last time I saw Sean Strickland like take somebody down. Oh no, he's gonna, just... oh, yeah, he's gonna try to stand. He's I don't because like, hmm. yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, even if it stays on the feet, like kickboxing and MMA and kickboxing and kickboxing are completely, but not completely different. But like, there's layers. Yeah. To be exploited. Um, like, he could just push... His, uh, uh, he could just push yeah, Pereira into the fence for, like, three rounds and make all of our lives miserable. And sometimes I do worry about Pereira's cardio over the course of a longer... Yeah, like, we were talking, like, 15-minute rounds, he used to get five-minute breaks, or mm-hmm. four-minute breaks, I guess, in between rounds. Uh, and, and, um... Not, uh, four... One minute breaks or three one minute breaks, I think. Now I'm like, not to count two, three, four. All right, yeah, three. Um, um, in like 15 minute rounds, but doesn't get that anymore. So, yeah. um, it, it's a, it, it's such a different beast. I, I don't think we give that. Like we were talking about tensions cardio earlier. We, um, going from one to the other. It's so hard, just because it's an extra six minutes of fighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And every minute, <laughs> every minute counts. And every it, an extra two minutes per round, like yeah, just I feel like 
Bro, I would be so pissed off if, bro, like, Pereira and Izzy, like, the story is it's there. Like, we we got it. And if Sean Strickland messes this up, I, if I it, wake up. It really proves he is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> or, because I don't want to look past Cannon there. I just I want this Izzy Silva this uh, uh not Silva uh this Izzy Pereira fight so bad I just because how how many times have we ever seen that before where like a dude has fought somebody in a completely different sport and the name uh, Valentina and Yoyana all right so one other time yeah um I'm trying to think if we probably seen like some like jujitsu guys or wrestling yeah. it's not something uh, that happens that. Super often, yeah. and guys of or, or talent of like this caliber, I feel like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, especially considering that Pereira got, like I said, the man's only fought two fights. <laughs> if he wins his third, he's pretty uh, much he's gonna be in a title fight. Oh um, yeah, Hunt Cro- uh, Hunt Crocop. There we go. Yeah. So it's it's. He might give this again. Um, Pereira yeah. is two and zero against Adesanya. Though, I went back recently and watched both of those fights. Um. Man, I decided it was winning both of them. Yes. <laughs> to be honest. He arguably won the one that went to decision, and he yeah. was winning the one um, that ended with him getting knocked out. Yeah. And that was, was in part because he didn't trust the judges after the first time where he got robbed. The first fight, yeah. The first fight, I thought Izzy definitely won. Um, the second fight, yeah, Izzy was winning until he wasn't winning. Because uh, if Pereira catches you like that, it's every you're going to die. Man just hits. <laughs> it's incredibly hard. Um, I don't know. How how do we think Fantasyland Pereira Izzy? How how does this fight go if if we get it? Does does Pereira um, come over and become champ in four fights? So one of the things I've noticed, or I, I think everybody's noticed about Izzy, um, is that when he is fighting someone who is big and strong and powerful, kind of just shuts down. Um, like he did against Jan, he did against Romero. Um, and I, 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 I'm not gonna say he's like a head case. He's not like a Rose Namajunas, but he does seem like somebody who's really insecure. Um, like when he doesn't have like all the advantages. And Pereira's huge. Um, I was like, what if Pereira's huge for the takedown? <laughs> we talk right. about Izzy going for hooks. Yeah. I mean, Bro, like Pereira's a large human being. Like, yeah, he's he is a very yeah. large middleweight. Yeah, they're like the same height, right? Probably about the same height, but they're they're like physique builds are. They're long guys. They're yeah. they're, they're they're the lanky guys. Like, yeah, they're both like six four. So it's gonna be interesting to see how Adesanya deals with like the range. Um, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be a firefight. Like, I, I don't think Adesanya will let himself get into a firefight in four-ounce gloves. Um, I, like, with Gaslam, he kind of wasn't given, like, a choice. And But I don't think Pereira has that, like, I'm going to literally hunt you down and throw my face into your fists um, so that I can hit you back type mentality that Gaslam did. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it comes down to, I think he tried, I think Adesanya would try to outpoint him. And I don't know if Pereira is, I, I don't think adept is the word, but I don't know if he's like in the headspace where he's like, well, 
I knocked him out the last time we fought. So I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm just going to keep throwing that big left hook until it lands. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that makes for like a very entertaining fight. Um, but I, 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 I don't know. I really don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I, I guess I would have to pick Adesanya just because like. Dude has like six times more MMA fights. Mm. You know, he's been fighting better competition. Um, he has a better idea of like what wins like close fights in MMA than uh than Alex, but I don't know. I do not know. Yeah, I don't think it'll be uh <laughs> I think it's gonna be one of those fights where like in the first round people are gonna start booing. So I don't think a lot's gonna <laughs> I don't think a lot's gonna happen. But uh, yeah. yeah, I could either see Izzy Snipes for five rounds because he's definitely not getting in any kind of firefights as nobody should with Alex Pereira because that's probably not going to end well for you. Um, he either snipes him for five. I think if Izzy wins, it probably won't be the most exciting performance. If Alex wins, it won't be because he completely bludgeoned him. It'll just be like, all right, I had one opportunity to land a, a good shot. And he took it. And I caught him, and he never woke up. <laughs> um, am I feeling bold today? I have a question. When you pick, I have a question for you. Okay. I think I'm going to stand on the ledge. You know what? I'm going to stand on the ledge. And in fantasy land, if this happens. But, like, it's got to happen. Like, Izzy has to beat Cannoneer. And Alex has to beat Strickland. Like, it has to happen that way. Like, if one of them loses and they meet later down the road, my prediction doesn't null and void. <laughs> it's it's got <laughs> to happen this exact way. If Izzy gets past Cannoneer, Carrera gets past Strickland, and that's how they meet up, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb and say somehow that's that's the way Izzy loses the belt. He loses... Somehow Alex just finds a way to get his number again. Um, and it might it might look a lot like their last fight where Izzy's winning a lot of it. And then somehow Pereira just, he finds a small opportunity to exploit and he gets it. Um, and maybe they get a rematch out of it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm going, I'm going to go on the ledge. I'm going to say if it happens, go, go, go on Pereira. Go on Pereira. All right. All right. So, this being MMA, I think the obvious way this is going to shake out is um, Sean Strickland's going to win a very boring decision over uh, Alex Pereira. <laughs> and Jerry Cannonier, after losing three rounds, will oh, <laughs> hit him in the ankle and absolutely shatter it, causing oh. Izzy to go down and have to lose the fight. <laughs> So when we get Jerry Cannonier versus <laughs> Sean Strickland for the title, who do you got? <laughs> oh no, I'm not gonna watch. <laughs> oh, that would be so bad. Oh, yeah. the 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 conspiracy theorist versus the neo-Nazi. Oh boy, that <laughs> yikes! Oh, that Cannonier post-fight speech would be something. Uh, <laughs> that is gonna be a you know what? I think because of the post fight speech, I gotta go with Cannoneer. 
I think uh, that post fight speech is gonna be. I, I don't know if it'll be, I don't know if good. Good's probably not the word to describe it. Um, hold up. Who? I'm, I'm Hold on. I'm trying not to spend too much time. How did Sean Strickland get here? Um, how did? How did this happen? How did he make his way? Because, like, Kanemir uh, has at least fought, like, he's fought some names. Like, yeah. He made fun of him, but he, he's been out here. Like, he's he's been putting in some work. And he beat Hermanson, Hall, Jotko, Brendan Allen. Like, he's been beating dudes around the top ten for a hot minute, and there's just literally nobody else in this division except Marvin Vittori. Oh, okay. All right, I see. Okay. Yeah, that's not straight. Uh, right. Yeah, and I guess is. Uh, what's his face back at middleweight? Or are they forcing him to do two hundred five? Paulo Costa. I don't know what's up with dude. I just see him on Twitter every now and again, and I don't know what he's doing. He's a professional tweeter now. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you know who Sean Strickland didn't beat? Zaleski Dos Santos. Yeah. <laughs> that was another, yeah, but that was done at like welterweight. Yeah. I don't know. All right, so Sean Strickland is only one, two, three, four, five. Yep, six fight. All right. Wins over Jack Hamasin, Uriah Hall, Jack Coburn, and Allen, Jack uh, Marshman, or Dean Taleb. Okay. And the only good, good, quote-unquote, win is the one he had against Allen. Every other fight's been bad. Yeah, for as much trash as he talks, you would About think... About being like a psychopath killer? Yeah, you would think his fights would be a lot better, but they, uh... Yeah, they leave a lot to be, uh... A lot to be desired. And There's a reason this man is never tired in the post-fight. Cannoneers got wins over Anderson, Hermanson. Lost to Whitaker, but that's Whitaker. And then he came back, beat Gaslam, beat Brunson. Um, yeah, and I, 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 I think Cannonier finishes him. I hope Cannon. Can, all right, well, I don't hope because this fight's not going to happen. We going, <laughs> But if it does... And some oh the MMA guys would be cruel if they gave us this oh this would be bad, but if it does happen, uh, I'm gonna go Cannoneer by uh, I'm say TKO. Okay, okay. They, they can get him out of there. And then we can get our conspiracy theory speech that I don't say we deserve, but we're gonna get it. He's gonna be talking about crystals in that time. He almost murdered a five year old on camera. <laughs> I wonder if he's in the crypto. I wonder if he's in the like. Well, we're about to find out. I wonder if. <laughs> what does Jared Cannonier feel about NFTs? Jared, <laughs> I want to type in Jared Cannonier's name. It's just Jared Cannonier. F. <laughs> I'm sorry, ETH. Oh, he's on Twitter. Oh, he is oh, 38. Maybe he just got tired of people calling for conspiracy theory. That he did have a Twitter. <laughs> Oh so, man! So actually, fun, fun Jared Cannonier story. Uh, somebody who so I know about Jared Cannonier because somebody. Um, oh my God, his fucking Instagram handle is a picture of like a, a, a like brain. <laughs> Lord Jared. But uh, I know about Jared Cannonier and Lauren Murphy uh, because I use somebody uh, like a photographer who used to train like MMA. 
followed me on Tumblr um, and was telling me about them before they like got signed and everything. He's like, oh, yeah, they're really good. They're gonna make. And this is back when Jared Cannonier was like a heavyweight. He was like a mm. five ten heavyweight. When he was like bald like, back then. Yeah. yeah. He was like, he was yeah. a completely different person. Uh, he went down to Arizona, got in shape. Um, but um, it has me thinking because, like, I mean, like you said, he's from Alaska. Um, where Somehow that made his personality make a lot more sense. Yeah, exactly. So it, it has me thinking. What type, like you're you're a certain type of way if you're if you come from a lot, the Alaskan MMA scene I've learned. I um, mean, hey, we saw it. Uh, is there is there league still a thing? The Alaska Fighting Championship. Oh man, I think they so changed owners and then just never came back. But yeah, if y'all never saw an Alaskan Fighting Championship card or fight. It is. It is. It is a. I imagine it's what people who like, well, MMA is this and this and this. It's exactly what they think MMA is. (laughs) Yeah, if you never saw one of their cars, man, it is, uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's something. Wow. So I, I typed in Alaskan Fighting Championships. And you know who the second person is? Second result? Jared Cannonier versus Joshua o- Ofu. I don't know how to say that. Uh, what? Oh, Mighty Mouse fought here? Yeah. Wow. Um, I can't remember who he fought, but he, fought, he knocked some dude out with like a head kick up there. Wow. Yeah, a lot of like really prominent MMA fighters fought up there. Like Corey Masvidal fought up there, Joe Lozon. Um, Oh my God! What's his name? Uh, Rafael Sunsell. Um, like a bunch of dudes. This is back in the day where like you could fight in the UFC or you could fight in Strike Force, but you also like could just fight anywhere else, right? Because they only had so many spots, so you took fights where you could. Oh man. Well, yeah, that's y'all guys' homework. Uh, watch Tension Takaru. Watch some boxing. Watch some kickboxing. Go rewatch uh, the car from last night. Go watch some Alaskan fighting championship. <laughs> but don't watch the famous people. Don't watch the names you recognize. Those are not the fights we want to focus on. Go watch the, the fights from the people you've never heard of. Uh, did Cody McKenzie fight there? Yeah, probably. I feel like he did. He was made for that. Yeah, crime if they did. <laughs> he had to have. He had that pass through there. Him and his shorts. Had to have passed through there somewhere. Trust Alaska's me. greatest fighter has to have fought in Alaska. <laughs> oh, man. Wait. Oh, my God. No, he did it. Wow. This, That's this a, in the front. That is a crying shame. This wrong. Must, that is an injustice. <laughs> bring back Alaska Fight Championship specifically so he can fight. Right. For- Just for him. Just for him. Oh, man. But um, yeah, I don't really have uh much else. Um, yeah, it's kind of wild, man. It's so wild recording this because so much has happened since the last time we recorded that if I tried to shout out everything, like we'd be it turned into one of those episodes that was like four hours long. <laughs> 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 Definitely can't do that. 
Um, yeah, um, I guess real quick, and this is like a real freestyle episode. Uh, like I said, man, we we just there, there's certain fights that if they happen, y'all will hear from us again. So uh, when that uh, Crawford and Bud, uh, not Crawford, Crawford and Bud, what am I doing? Uh, Crawford and Spitz uh, fight happens. Y'all will uh, definitely be hearing from us again. Mm-hmm. Uh, if John Jones ever comes out of the woodwork, and uh, if he fights anybody at this point, Jesus Christ, uh, they're, I don't even they're know. Saying, if they're saying Steep A in September. Yeah, yeah. At least they're trying to make that fight happen. So they say. Who knows? So they say. But uh, no, like I've, I've been watching fights in, in our absence, just not as involved. It's become more of a. I kind of just watch it just for fun now. Like, I'm not super yeah. invested. I just kind of, I let it As just, you should. Yeah, I just let it be a hobby. And it's actually been a lot nicer watching it that way. Um, and to be honest, I, I do think that we ended the pod at a very good time because if we would have had to record through all of these fight night cards that we've been getting, it would have been a lot of episodes of just screaming and yelling and like, what is this? Like, <laughs> I woke up nine o'clock on a Sunday to record. I don't know. I don't know who's been fighting. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. So, so you're telling me you wouldn't have had a hot take about, uh, I don't know, like Andre Petrovsky versus Nick Maximus? Right. Maximus. <laughs> like, man, what y'all got me watching out here? But, um, nah, um, I've been having fun though, watching, uh, still watching a lot of combat sports, just more of a leisure activity. But I hope you guys have uh, enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm probably going to regret saying this because it means I'm actually going to have to work on it. Um, but you know what? I guess I got to put some fire under myself. Um, I am working on making my own Discord. Technically, I already have it, I just haven't finished setting it up. Um, and we'll be able to do like fight nights and stuff in there uh, when I finally get that off the ground. Um, I have most of it done. Like 98% of the Discord is done. But uh, I have to add some last minute things. I need to make like a rules section and just some last minute touches that I haven't been able to work on because these last like two weeks have been kind of hectic for me. I've had a lot going on. I've got stuff going on at the job that's that's a whole nother discussion. <laughs> just, you know, life life has been life and uh not like anything terrible, but just I've been kinda busy with uh, a lot of different stuff going on. But uh yeah, when, whenever I get the Discord uh done, um it will be an invite only. So I'll be hitting y'all up like like Nick Fury recruiting for the Avengers. Uh so if you yeah. see me <laughs> you see me in your DM and I send you a Discord link, you'll know what it's for. Um and we'll probably do fight nights and stuff like that uh, in the Discord, along with, like, gaming stuff, because uh, I'm still out on Twitch. Well, I've been on a little break because I've been sick. But, um, yeah, like, for all the, especially, like, all the people who've supported us on Tumblr, definitely, definitely, man, appreciate you guys. Uh, so, yeah, if I hit y'all with that Discord link, just uh, take heed. Join. It'll be fun things, uh, fun things happening in the Discord. Uh, I'm trying to think of some last-minute plugs. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv uh, forward slash Serial Sensei. Um, try to stream three days a week. I don't really have a schedule anymore, but I try to at least stream three days a week. But I've been sick lately, so I haven't. I think I've only done two days this week. 
Oh, it's a new week, actually. Um, <laughs> I did two days last week. Uh, this week, I don't know. Once I start feeling like 100%, I'll, I'll hop back on Twitch. But uh, you can definitely follow me on there. I'm pretty active on the Twitch streets. Uh, best social media place to contact me is on Twitter. Um, Serial Sensei everywhere. Um, I have a YouTube page. Uh, YouTube is Serial Sensei 410. Um, I normally just upload like little gaming clips and stuff like that. Um, my book, The Oddball Chronicles, Volume 1 and 2, both on Amazon, other places. Uh, buy those, support those. Um, trying to think any shout-outs. Anything I want to shout-out? There probably are, but I can't think of any. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. I got to go do some Father's Day stuff in a little bit. I need to make a trip to the store and buy some stuff. Got to cook later. Um, got anything else you want to shout-out? Any events coming up? Any... Any uh, um, thing we should keep an eye on? Uh, no, just um, uh, be good to each other. Um, if you on the fence about something, take the leap. There you go. There we go. That's that's a good message. Take the leap. Take the leap. Hop that shit. Like, but it's too short. Uh, to not take chances. Uh. There you go. There you go. Motivation for the podcast. Y'all be safe out there, man. I know uh, it's summertime and people are outside. COVID people is definitely... Walk. Yeah. <laughs> COVID is still a real thing, man. I know people are still out here catching it. Mm. Uh, I know people have caught it, like, multiple times. And not to where, like, it got better the second time they caught it. Like, it was just as bad as the first. Um, I had a family member who recently caught it. She actually just got over it, like, a week ago. Um, so yeah, please be safe out here, man. Uh, be smart when you're moving around. Uh, yeah, man, I appreciate y'all, man, for listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, whenever another notable fight happens, <laughs> we'll we'll pop back up. Y'all see us again. But uh, this has been episode number one seventy six of the Dodo Talk podcast. I'm Serial Sensei. This is my host, Anti Cool. And anytime people are being punched and or kicked in the face, uh, specifically on our fight list, <laughs> we'll be back to talk about it. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs>